Welcome to Movie Movie Film Film. Podcast where we pick a flick and decide if it's a movie or a film. Mm-hmm. I'm Nate, and I haven't had enough snakes on this plane. And I'm Terrell, and I'm actually how Stella got her groove back. So today we're going to be discussing uh, Call Me By Your Name, film from last year. Yes. But first, we've got some movie movie news news. News news. Uh, the Aladdin trailer dropped for yes. Guy Ritchie's live-action version of Aladdin. Yes, most yes, Most significant, did. perhaps, for the... Well, definitely most significant for Will Smith's turn as in the uh, great Robin Williams yes. role from the original of the genie. Of the genie. He uh, looks weird. <laughs> it, I don't like it. You don't like it? I don't like the look. I, I'm not sure what to make of it. I don't want to make any rash decisions. I'm just judgment about the, the look, on it. Um, but yeah, he looks like Will Smith. He sounds like Will Smith. So yeah, did they have to make him look like Will Smith? I guess. I, I I guess maybe it's in his contract. Like, but like the genie in the animated one doesn't look like Robin Williams. Mm, 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 uh, I guess it doesn't. I mean, I guess you could kind of say it. Kinda... I think that's where they went wrong. I think they shark tailed it. Where you know how the fish in Shark Tail looks like if Will yeah, Smith was, was a, a fish. fish. Yeah, all the they characters shark-tailed do. It. Um, I bet Will Smith asked for that. It don't kind of look like him. It's exactly him. It's low. him. Yeah, um, it looks more like him than, I'd say, Josh Brolin looks like Thanos. Yeah. Even though you can you can see the Brolin in there, but they still made him look like a different creature. Yeah. By the way, not really live action. That's all animated. <laughs> Everyone's talking about these live action Disney yeah. remakes. It's all just a different kind of animation. I think... The other aspects of the movie looks right promising. We have people playing, yeah, the, the, the yeah, the Jasmine and the Aladdin and, and young, all that. That young Jafar, though. yeah, young Jafar kind of throws me um, <laughs> because I, I I don't know who acts for young Jafar. <laughs> I I don't believe maybe it was a quick shot and I missed it. I don't believe we've gotten a peek at the Sultan. Yeah, no. The Sultan of Agrabah. And mm-hmm. I'm kind of curious to see what they go with for him. I hope he doesn't just look like a person. I hope he's still short and stout. All right. <laughs> I don't know. They're, they already changed Jafar. I wouldn't be surprised right. if he's like the super tall guy. He's going to be like a five-year-old. Super buff daddy <laughs> with a white beard. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Now, do you think the actor that provides a voice for Iago is going to have their face superimposed on... <laughs> CGI oh, of a parrot. Oh, oh, please, please. What's what? What's his name? Godfrey. Uh, yes, Gilbert. G- Gilbert. Yes, have I Gilbert in it because yeah, just do it. Just do it. They should. I mean, they did bring back uh, James Earl Jones for the Lion King. They did. Quote unquote live action. Live action. We'll just call them photorealistic instead. I'm not do asking you, you. I'm asking. Do everyone. you think they use real animals at all? No. No. Okay. Um. Maybe, like, they watch videos to model them after, but it's not... That definitely looks good, though. And I'm not a Lion King fan, but the Lion King... Did you see Jungle Book, which was... uh, I did. From Jon Favreau, who's redoing, uh, remaking Lion King. Mm -hmm. I liked Jungle Book. I went in very hesitant. Mm -hmm. um, But it looked really good. Really cool. Mm -hmm. Very real. Mm -hmm. And, um... It gives me faith, especially with the stacked cast on The Lion King. Yeah, the animation looked great. It looks like Planet Earth. It's wonderful. Mm -hmm. I'm curious if they're... I assume... Did they talk about keeping the songs? I guess so. Or else they probably wouldn't have casted Beyonce. Yeah, I think they're going to do the songs. 
So that'll be interesting which how is they did that. The opposite for Mulan live action. They they are, the yeah, song. they're not gonna do that. That's good. Either. Don't love the songs of Mulan. I do. I mean oh, some yeah. of them, yeah. Let's get down to business Let's and defeat get... the Hunters. <laughs> be a man, come on. It's the classic, yeah. yeah. I'm just curious how they'll do the music in um like I wonder if Aladdin's doing the music. They they did it in Beauty and the Beast. There's so many of these. Yeah. I think it started safe to say maybe this trend started with Alice in Wonderland, the Tim Burton live action remake. Live action. Can you um, hear my air quotes, listeners? What, is that the start? Is I mean they they did a live action 101 Dalmatians with Glenn Close, but then yeah, they stopped. Yeah. And now they're using like this technology to Yeah. Any uh live action you want to see? Okay, I I thought about this long and hard. A lot of stuff's in development. Mm-hmm. They're doing Lady and the Tramp for Disney Plus with Tessa Thompson and uh, Justin Disney Thoreau. Plus? That's going to be their new streaming service. So it's going to be like put on the streaming service, yeah. not theater released? Yeah. Okay. That's the early word from it. Interesting. Just to get everyone on their s- service. Trying to take Netflix down. <laughs> Probably could. Once they get their all their catalog off Netflix. Right. Okay, what movie do I want to see? So there's not that many left. Mm-hmm. And I, well, they did Maleficent, which is kind of Sleeping Beauty, but they mm-hmm. took a, like their own angle with it, focusing on the villain. And I don't think we need to see a Sleeping Beauty. And I don't think a Snow White would be good right now. Because there's, there's already been two Snow Whites, if I'm not, if I'm wrong. There's the Huntsman, right? Snow- oh, I forgot about and that. And then there's the one with Julia Roberts, right? That was also Snow White, right? They made, they, yeah, they did. They, yeah, they did two of them. I did not see either. Yes. Neither appealed to me. Neither appear, appealed to me, but I did see um, Snow White and the Huntsman. Um, some of it. Um, I just wanted to see it for Shalice Theron because uh, she didn't disappoint. I just, I was just like, yeah, she's a, she's a wicked queen. And yeah. then the sequel was just the Huntsman, right? Yeah. <laughs> Kristen. Yeah. Kristen Stewart. I, I think so. And then it became about the two witches and the hunt, Huntsman. Yeah, that's, uh, that's weird. Okay, so what, I thought what movies are left, and I had to think about like the underrated Disney movies, and mm-hmm. I really liked Treasure Planet, the outer space take on Treasure Island. Treasure Planet? Yeah. <laughs> it's a weird one. Yeah, I don't know if I know came this came out around one. the same time. This was my other idea, to do um, The Lost City of Atlantis. Mm-hmm. Atlantis is... I think they came out, like, within a couple years of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I guess we could do a, a Treasure Planet. <laughs> but, I don't know. I think it'd be more interesting. Or I'll let you give your choice first if I, you have one. Um, I don't know. I have I have kind of two I would like to see. But, okay. like, they would end up being animated anyway. Because the first one is Oliver and Company. Ooh. Right? There, is, that, is that the story of Oliver... But at, with mice, or is that different? I think different. <laughs> it's, it's not, like a, Dick, it's it's not a, Dickens adaptation. It's a cat and some dogs. I, I don't think I've seen that. Oh no! Oh okay, I have to show you. I haven't seen Rescuers Down Under either. That was on a list of this. I looked through the list of all the animated movies. Okay. To yeah, that's. For this. It's from like either the late '80s or the early early '90s. So I remember watching that, it. Like yeah, the cats and mice. The cat and dogs. Oh, dogs. Cat okay. and dogs, and you know it has people in it. It'd be good. Mm. And then the other one is All Dogs Go to Heaven. Mm. Yeah, that, yeah. People like that. Yeah, that's a classic. Yeah, not sure if that's Disney. Hmm. I forgot. 
forget. I didn't see. I don't think I saw that on the list. Uh, I, I aren't feel like all it's not animated like movies Disney? Check, but, yeah, right. <laughs> Jk. Okay, so here's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Since they're all all these live action remakes that are animated anyway, let's take a classic live action Disney movie and animate it instead. And this is my idea: reinvigorate Pirates of the Caribbean. Get rid of Johnny Depp. Just have an animated Jack Sparrow and pirates. Make it look visually cool. I really enjoyed uh, the Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse from last year. You would like that style uh, on the pirates? No, no, I'm not saying they should make it look like comics, but I think that movie showed that audiences are willing to watch a movie with non-traditional animation styles and influences. Mm-hmm. And I think they could do something really visually interesting with that idea. Speaking of Spider-Verse, you know, because of that movie, they are doing a Batman Beyond movie. They're they're oh, putting yeah? in yeah they are they have started working on a Batman Beyond movie. Cool. And the same I don't know I don't, I don't know if it's the exact same style but in relation to into the Spider Verse Batman Beyond right. is coming. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, that is fun. Um, Batman Beyond was a great uh, cartoon growing up. You know, early Saturday morning. Yeah. Things. Yeah. I hope it's good. Me too. <laughs> Old Bruce last Wayne. Anime. I mean they they. Put the animated uh, Killing Joke in theaters, I believe, mm-hmm. but it did not do well. wasn't received well. So it's on Netflix. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll be getting to Call Me by Your Name shortly, but mm-hmm. first, some fast takes: movies that we don't feel like recording a whole podcast about, but still want to mention. Yeah. Uh, we watched Bohemian Rhapsody together. Yeah. You want to talk about that a little bit? Uh, just a little bit, you know. Just a little bit. Uh, a real pl- crowd r- pleaser. Real. Cr- you know, you can't go wrong with Queen's music. So, so good. That you know, wouldn't work I guess it's about like it's, a band with worse music. It, it's good, but it puts into question, like, is the movie good or is it just the music just good? I think the movie's actually good as well as the music, of course. I think they didn't reinvent the musical biopic wheel at all. No. Um, the acting was good. Rami Malek as Freddie Mercury, mm-hmm. though Sasha Baron Cohen wasn't early talks to play that role, and I kind of am curious what that would have Yeah, like. what would that have looked like? And probably not as good, honestly. Maybe more of a caricature. Maybe. But he's got chops. Um, I enjoyed it. Has, has Sasha been nominated for an Oscar before or anything like that? Oh, not to my knowledge. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but Bohemian Rhapsody, I, I'm just I re- I really enjoyed watching it. I had a smile on my face through most of the movie. Mm-hmm. There was some cheesy stuff like uh, Freddie standing out in the rain when uh, uh, I think it was Jim was waiting for him, and he's just like not facing. Oh, not Jim. The first. Uh, it, I don't remember the character. I think his name was like Billy or Bobby or yeah. something. He, yeah, he wore a nice leather jacket. Yeah, kind of. I actually like that scene. <laughs> but he was hey. he was just staring being out in the rain. They weren't. They were. I mean, it's it very classic. Pouring. Yeah, it was pouring. They were at least ten feet away from each other, not mm-hmm. facing each other, having mm-hmm. a whole dramatic conversation. Yeah, <laughs> uh, stuff I'm, like that just makes me question why it's in conversation for the Oscars. I think it's a movie, not a film. 
and I think the Oscars should be awarding films. If they did the most best popular movie category like uh-huh. we talked about, I think that would be a strong contender. Mm-hmm. Hopefully would have would lose to Black Panther, but But this movie's only nominated for how many Oscars? Well it's got Best Picture. And uh, leading actor, right? Leading actor. I'm not sure if it was nominated for any technical. I feel like that seems about right. Yeah. To me. Still, the best picture inclusion is... Like, what... The fact that that's nominated and a perfectly artful, beautiful film such as If Beale Street Can Talk was didn't get the best picture nod perplexes me. Well, it doesn't perplex me. I get mm-hmm. it. Yeah. <laughs> It was probably the most enjoyable of the nominated movies. And I can imagine an Oscar voter putting their screener into their DVD and just... Being like, oh, I love this. This yeah. was, a, like, a leaving feeling, like, good after the movie. Yeah. See, you just called it a movie, too. Uh, <laughs> there we go. Now, movie a, film. A film I a watched film. recently and enjoyed. Um, unless you want to do a podcast about this. Uh, Netflix just dropped High Flying Bird. High Flying it's Bird It's a is... Steven Soderbergh movie from, uh, I forget the the screenwriter's name, but he's originally a playwright, and mm-hmm. he adapted Moonlight for the screen. And this is his next script. Oh, with... Stars oh, Andre Holland, Holland as a sports agent yeah. during the NBA lockout. That's out? It's on Netflix. Yeah, okay. the beauty of Netflix distributing movies. Everywhere. It just puts it out there. I'm just like, oh, this is out. This yeah, is just, here. Yeah, it just came out. I w- woke up. It was on Netflix. I watched it. I enjoyed it. Um, shot on an iPhone. Shot on an iPhone. Shot on an iPhone. Steven Soderbergh's second movie to do that. He did that uh, with Unsane, a thriller starring Claire Foy, which mm-hmm. I did not see. I want to see that. This was really interesting. The only other movie I'd seen that was shot on an iPhone was Tangerine. This wasn't as uh, frenetic as that. It wasn't as all over the place. It seemed more the iPhone just enabled them to get really cool angles and shots you wouldn't see. um, And just a look that... It just looks different. Mm -hmm. And I appreciated that. That film. That film. You see anything else? Um, I did not. I've just been watching a lot of TV, so yeah, yeah. a lot of like Versace, 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 a little like oh. just like watching like old SVU stuff, like yeah. So I haven't watched. Those are neither movies nor films. In neither, yeah. So <laughs> I have no quick take. Well, here's a picture. Call me by your name. Ooh. 2017. Written by James Ivory, he won the Oscar for Best Adapted Screenplay, becoming mm-hmm. the oldest Oscar winner at 89 years old. I remember. Uh, directed by Luca Guadagnino, starring Army Hammer and Timothy Chalamet. Chalamet. Michael Stuhlbarg. Um, Was that the dad? Yeah. Okay. This is um movie set in 1983, yep. somewhere in northern Italy, as the mm-hmm. title card tells us. I love that. I love the somewhere. Somewhere. I like, I like that they didn't just tell us the town or <laughs> province or however yep. Italy breaks up there. Places. <laughs> uh, this is, a, I guess, a coming-of-age story, a love story. It is about, a coming-of-age um, story. Blossoming of young Elio Perlman mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and yeah. his infatuation with... Uh, Oliver, played by Army Hammer, who mm-hmm. uh, comes to spend the summer at the, their northern Italian villa, 
to work with his uh, father, who's a professor of art history, mm -hmm. uh, doing research and finding kind of, statues in the yeah, ocean and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think I think it's just so beautiful. I love it. The movie? Yeah. Well, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, okay. but that, that's like your initial <laughs> takeaway from the film, right? That you like, you loved it. You loved it on your first watch. This is your second watch, oh, right? This is maybe my fifth watch. Oh, okay. So this okay. is my first watch yes. of the movie. <laughs> maybe okay. we should start with you. Yes. Because um, <laughs> I've got lots of takes. Just, just, just quickly. Um, I don't know. It just, it moved really slow for me. Mm -hmm. And... For the most part, I was bored. I think it was very beautiful, and I think it picked up maybe more than halfway through the movie. But it was just a, a lot of, like... You just want them to get together, right? I, yeah, I just wanted I something, and then... Being like, I thought... It was just like... So out. Yeah, I was just like, so, like, where's the point where they look at each other? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that glance of, like, oh, I like you. And I don't know if that that exactly happened. Is it just kind of just I don't know, just happened. I I say it's a pretty glacial pace their romance. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, there's six weeks. They characters even lament towards the end that they should have started. Uh, yeah, it's like we watched wasted time. we watched five weeks of them playing coy or not even looking at each other, and then right. the last week they're just like, oh, we gotta just do everything. So and I'd say. That's because the movie isn't really about their uh, relationship. Their f Can I call it a fling? Is that disrespectful <laughs> to what they had, <laughs> to their fling? Um, I think the, the center of the movie was really the angst and the emotion just around... Uh, Elio? Be yeah, around uh, just being enamored with someone and not knowing uh, if they feel the same way, if it'd be okay if you proceeded, if you let them know. Mm -hmm. um, just all the confusion and uh, trying to decipher what people mean. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, there's a lot. Uh, something I love about watching this movie multiple <laughs> times is I really, this is one of those, I notice new things each time. Mm -hmm. I think the movie is so, it's just filled to the brim with symbols and um, just visual metaphors, I guess. Uh, and I forget what I was going to say. Before, what did I say before that? Symbols I, and visual metaphors. Yeah, but I, I was going to bring up a symbol or something I noticed, uh, and now I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, what's a symbol or metaphor? Because maybe I like I missed it. Okay, so the the clearest one is the apricot. Okay. In the beginning, there's this conversation where uh, Michael Stuhlbarg's character, Mister Perlman, I forget his first name. Uh, asks Oliver to, uh, or tells Oliver incorrectly, intentionally so, the translation or the etymology of the word apricot. Mm -hmm. uh, Oliver corrects him. Turns out it was a test. Uh, apricot comes from apricoco, meaning. Uh, you remember this? Ripe. I to I like this movie a lot, <laughs> and I read the book after seeing the movie a oh couple times. Uh, it's about, uh, pr it means like precocious. Uh, so it's comparing that to Elio. He's he's not yet ripened. Mm -hmm. he's, uh, a lot of times the movie cuts to this, uh, to the tree. And you see uh, the 
peaches too. Oh, peaches. We can get into that. And the, the eggs. Right. I'm not coming through coherently. Okay, the eggs. The eggs. First time. Cracking first eggs. morning. First morning, Oliver comes down to eat this uh, soft-boiled egg and cracks straight through the shell, mm-hmm. destroys it, uses too much force. You see later that over time he learned to be more delicate, and that's a good way the movie shows that he's getting more comfortable mm-hmm. there. But the first time after he destroys the egg, Mafalda, the uh, housekeeper and chef, brings him a second one, does it for him, shows him that he has to be gentle, and he gulps that right up. And Miss Perlman offers him another, and he mm-hmm. says, "No, I know myself. If I have another, then I'm just gonna keep going, and you're gonna have to roll me out of here." And he shares a similar. Uh, sentiment after uh, he kisses Elio for the first time, saying, mm-hmm. we have to stop here. I know me. Mm-hmm. We've done nothing wrong yet. Um, so I like I like that comparison. Obviously, eggs, birth. This is the birth of uh, sexual awakening. It is a se- sexual awakening uh, movie. Yeah. That's what I was thinking when I was watching it. I was just like, this is just about his like sexual awakening, because not only does he... Um, have a thing with Oliver, but also with uh, Mar Marza Marcia Marzia. Yeah. yeah, he also has a thing with Marzia as well. He treats her so poorly. Yeah, just kind of uh, using her. Yeah, yeah, just kind of using well, her. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. You know, what I'm I mean? not going to defend that behavior. He, yeah, he knows he's getting together with Oliver that night, and he still finds time to sleep with. Yeah, Marzia during the day. Yeah. Uh, but he's exploring himself. Yeah. Throughout the also, movie. a peach he has sex with. So we should add that to the list. Uh, what is that a metaphor for? I don't sex think with it a is. peach. I don't think it's a metaphor. And he explodes I in like know. five seconds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As he does throughout the film. Yeah. He's a. Uh, what's that word? Premature. Yeah, he's a premature ejaculate. Yeah. So. <laughs> so what did you think about the performances in this movie? Um, I liked the performances for, for the most part. My favorite performances came from the father and so the mother. Good. Like the parents, I think, were my, my maybe my favorite. They and, were my favorite characters. And two characters you... I haven't seen in movies before that are yeah. just totally supportive of this. Oh man, yes, just like and not didn't awkward care. about it. Yeah, at all. just just like it's okay. Like yeah, just and also like it's okay and express yourself. You know what I mean? Like if you need me, I'm here. Yeah. You after this mean? movie came out, uh, Frank Ocean tweeted or posted on his blog, uh, "Can Michael Stuhlbarg be my new dad?" <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, like yeah, and it, it's it's, I think it's very rare for both parents to be understanding, mm-hmm. also have a perspective, but also like, it, it happened separately, you know what I mean? Like they they weren't together because the at the end the father, uh, reveals something about himself. It's probably my favorite moment in the movie. I'm mm-hmm. getting way ahead, but like yeah, yeah, I mean fine. yeah, like that the, the that, plot isn't really the yeah anchor of this movie. I think it's the. Yeah, that 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 monologue was really uh, gripping. It's really good and just yeah. summed it up. Yeah, not nominated for best supporting actor. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Yeah, 
You, you know, see, maybe he was. Now I'm doubting uh, myself. He you didn't, know, definitely I, didn't win. I know, I know, Army wasn't nominated. A lot of good actors do not get nominated. For yeah, the Oscars are trash. You know, like they could do better. Um, yeah. Yeah, for a podcast that's about like <laughs> determining the artistic <laughs> merit of a movie in like a dumb fake way, you think yeah. we'd be more behind the Oscars. And I definitely enjoy them as like a sport because I'm not into sports. Yeah. It's my sport. Yeah. But uh, if acting was a oh, sport, it's terrible. oh yeah, 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 yeah. I have my teams that I root for. You know, my team lost this year. Well, part of my team lost this year. I won't talk about it. It's okay. Like in sports or in acting? In acting, like my acting team. Like, wait, <laughs> no, no, I want to hear about this. What? Um, you know, because you 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 root for people yes. when it when it's time for like nomination. You're saying season. the people you think should have been nominated yeah, some of the people haven't been. Yeah, they haven't been. They've okay. been shut out. So like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, my man Ethan Hawke. Well, our man. Everyone's man. Everyone, man. Even Hawk belongs to all of us. I, I really wish he was nominated for Best Actor. I didn't see that movie, but uh, Twitter expo- did explode. Yeah. yeah. I uh, recently recommended it to my mom and dad. I'm not sure why. <laughs> well, oh, they had a hard time getting through it. My uh, mom didn't finish it. Is it... What kind of movie is it? Like, should you not have recommended it's it? It's really intense and dark. Okay. Yeah. Violence? Very brooding, and there's, like, uh, some gore towards the end. Okay. <laughs> that's that's what I'll say. Uh, but call me by your name. I looked up some trivia, because we really got to spice up this podcast. How else am I going to do it? By reading the IMDb trivia page to you. Okay. <laughs> One of my favorite things is looking up who might have been cast, just because... It would have made movies so different. So instead of Army Hammer in the role of Oliver, mm-hmm. Shia LaBeouf was considered. <laughs> what? Wait. <laughs> That's, That's not funny. That's it's, real. No, it's funny. It's not. It, wait. Because he's so different than Army Hammer. He's you, very there's different. There's no way he would have played it the same way. That would have been something if it was Timothy and Shia. Definitely looks more Jewish than... <laughs> Army Hammer, who played a Jewish character. Yeah. <laughs> Army Hammer, this beautiful Very statue of... leggy man in those short like a... shorts, man. That's I was just like, oh, he has so much leg out right now. Here's another trivia. His balls had to be digitally removed from his short shorts in some scenes. Interesting. Yeah, I was thinking, like, do they not wear underwear in Italy? And I was like, you know what? Probably not. Why not? It's hot. It's yeah. nice, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you just take them off and yeah, go swimming. I, I love the how the movie really puts you in that place of in Italy. Mm-hmm. And you feel it. You All the sounds and the sights. and the, Yeah. I think that's one of the reasons I keep going back to it is I just want to live in that movie and I want to stay with the Perlmans one summer. In, in, in Italy, <laughs> somewhere relax. in northern Italy. Yeah, and like a... Italian disco at night. <laughs> I love the I love the music in this movie. Mm-hmm. Most of it is um songs that what's it called where you take songs? They're not original compositions, they took pre existing songs, mm-hmm. compiled them to make a soundtrack. Uh What ex- was your uh, favorite scene? Oh man. What is my favorite scene? Yeah, what's the scene that you just like wow, you know? The okay. acting or wow. 
the scenery or while the director mm. or like something like what what's That's, that scene I like um I like the dancing I mean I was just thinking about the disco I don't know if this I'm really bad at favorites but you talking about the scene first scene like talk about um when uh when they're all together dancing and yeah. Chalamet's with his friends and yeah, stuff yeah that and one uh, Oliver's with uh Chiara yeah Chiara I don't know Italian. Chiara. I did learn that uh, Pacino is sweetheart. Oh. It might not be Pacino, but it sounded like that. So now every time I see Al Pacino, exactly. Al sweetheart. (laughs) Really makes me think of him differently. Yeah. Sweet guy, really. I'm I'm sure. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I liked how the the disco scene was filmed um, where you just see it. Uh, Elio watching Oliver dancing with the, a girl and uh, all his friends are also watching but you can tell the way that Elio's watching mm-hmm. is different like um, all of Elio's friends are just like impressed with Oliver and hoping they'll make out and yeah. just in, just watching it as yeah, a all spectacle the ladies want and Elio feels it yeah. Oh, and I feel it through <laughs> Timothy Chalamet's I I was blown away by his acting in this movie. He does so much without yeah, speech, there, I guess. A lot of the movie you're spent in his head, but there's not voiceover narration. Mm-hmm. It's all just there in the way he moves and his actions. Yeah. There's a point in the movie where you, Timothy becomes very, I guess... Uh, aggressive or just mm-hmm. harsh he starts to become maybe he gets a little more confidence and like or maybe he tries to fake confidence and comes off as arrogance. yeah it starts to come off a little mean and it's just it's, like it's being insecure. frustrated of not knowing how to act yeah and you how can to tell pursue. that he's not really sure how he's coming off yeah because maybe this is new for him because yeah. this could very well be the first guy he's noticed or has yeah, an actual believe, crush on I believe it is you know what I mean um. Yeah, really, just wonderful work. Yeah. Uh, here's another fun trivia fact: the whole movie was shot on a single 35 millimeter lens, including the opening credits. It was all shot with the same lens. I don't know what to make of that, but it's cool, kind of. I uh, guess. Yeah, I see that. Um. Also. An interesting thing about the way the movie was shot is that it was uh, filmed chronologically, which is not typical of movies. They're usually shot out of order mm-hmm. and then put together in editing, but this movie, they mostly started at the beginning, finished at the end. That probably helped the performances. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming that's why they did it. Maybe also weather to make the lighting change as the summer goes on. Not sure. Uh, talked about Army's hammers. Army hammers. Yeah, his hammers uh, digitally removed. Like I said, Army's hammer would more be not the balls, but we don't need to get into yeah. that. Well, I will get into it a little bit because James Avery's original script and the source material has much more explicit sex be- scenes between Elio and Oliver. Yeah. This movie pans over to a tree. Uh, we talked about one of the questions on this podcast being, what would you change about the flick? Mm-hmm. That's the one thing I would change is more Make more explicit. Yeah, you get some graphic nudity in Elio's love scenes with Marcia. Mm-hmm. However, because 
Well, okay, Luca Guadagnino has said he didn't want to be gratuitous. That sounds like a cop-out. Mm-hmm. The real reasoning, I believe, behind this is, uh, <clears throat> and it has been reported that Army Hammer and Timothy Shawn may both had strict no-nudity clauses in their contracts, which, come on! Oh. Come on. Interesting. But didn't we see uh, Shalomir's butt? We got, we got both their butts. Okay. But they, they didn't want to go full nude. Okay. So pretty. These Hollywood actors so protective. Of their, <laughs> of their junk. Of their junk. Um, sure, why not? I, I mean... I think they... I don't think it would have been gratuitous if there was more male nudity. Yeah. More shown of their intimacy other than... Like jokingly punching each other. Yeah, it was all, it was all very infantile. Their yeah. relationship. Very basic instinct of like, oh, I like this person. How do I act? Let me mm-hmm. just throw myself on them. You know what I mean? Let me bite them. You know what I mean? Yeah, a lot of biting. A lot of biting. A lot of punching. Well, a lot okay, of he bites Marcia on the shoulder, mm-hmm. and then they're always seen. He does the same to Oliver later. Mm-hmm. Also bites that peach. <laughs> <laughs> takes a bite out of it we're not doing a call me by your name podcast without dwelling on, on the peach. peach sorry okay so <laughs> wait okay so why does he start crying at the end of the film no when uh, uh arnie's about to take a bite of the peach <laughs> i think it's all he's so ashamed of himself okay i don't think he was expecting oliver to find him back there mm-hmm. he had just fallen asleep and the peach was still out mm-hmm. uh he tasted like a peach. I think, I think at this point, Elio's just confused and really ashamed of his own sex, sexuality. I mean, he has that line, I'm so sick, mm-hmm. aren't I? And then Oliver says, I wish more people were as sick as you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Oliver more comfortable with his sexuality. Of course, you find out later that he's had an on-and-off-again girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And he gets a call. He calls the Perlmans mm-hmm. during Hanukkah. Which I love the contrast of the winter time. Before you go to that scene in the epilogue, you see uh, the exterior shots, all the places they spent all summer, but now it's all iced over and snow's falling. It just looks so different. It yeah. feels cold. And, and no empty. one's outside. Yeah. Um, so he gets the call. He is now engaged. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, yeah, um, here's heartbreak, just heartbreak. Here's something I noticed this time around. When Elio talks to Oliver on the phone at the end, he knows right away that it's Oliver. Mm-hmm. The other two times in the film, Elio speaks on the phone. First, he's uh, calling Marcia, and he's not sure if it's her. And then she says, of course it's me. He didn't recognize her voice, though. Then he calls his mom later to pick him up from the train station, and he thinks it's Mafalda at first. He doesn't even recognize his own mom's voice. Mm-hmm. And I, I liked that touch that he knows right away well, it's Oliver. Right. Um, he just has a connection with Oliver that he doesn't have with other people. Yeah. And that's what that shows. Yeah. I love the ending credits, of the other crying scene. Just uh, a long shot. Long shot. Focused on his face. As the credits roll. And him... You know, expressing the emotions that his father told him to feel. Yeah. Well, we got our third of three Sufjan Stevens songs. I think the only original music made for this film. Uh, he re-recorded a version of Feudal Devices, which was on an album 
couple years ago mm-hmm. for this version as piano instead of guitar. That scene was when uh, Olive, Elio was waiting for Oliver, and then it does this thing where like there's a bluish tint to the whole thing, and then you see like the film start to come off. And then it goes to a butt shot of Arnie Hammer, that shot? Does it go to a butt? Well, it's not like a butt shot, but he's like stare, standing out the window, nude. No? In okay. that scene? Does it flash that? Mm, I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. I noticed that some blue stuff was happening, and then it went into a blue scene. Oh. It went into that early morning scene. Oh, this is after... You mean towards the end? Yeah, towards the end. No, I'm talking away together. about... Um, after their first kiss. Oh, okay. Uh, Elliot's wait, waiting for Oliver at night, and you hear a song, and uh, it's like a weird bluish tint. You see the film. Uh, that was apparently a mistake... Uh, a lot of light was coming in, some mm-hmm. some error, but they they decided to keep it in. Oh, okay, I know what you're talking about. I yeah. wondered about that. I was just like, was this a choice? Like it was a mistake and it then was a, a choice. Mistake. Okay, I I like it. The w- one other weird stylistic thing or interesting. Well, there's a lot of interesting stuff, but I guess out there, notice most yeah. noticeable is the orange and blue. I don't even know what you would call it. Uh, kind of looks like. Uh, Night, not night vision goggles. Well, night vision, but aren't bright orange instead. Oh, the the flashback. Just very quick flashbacks of their time together towards mm-hmm. the end, and it's interesting. It comes kind of comes out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. It's kind of shocking, but it's only two seconds. Yeah, and it's just I think I guess just a different way to show memories or flashbacks. It's I haven't seen that done before in film. I like that it wasn't just the typical the edges of the screen are blurred. Right. <laughs> and you hear, like, the harp, like a... No, <laughs> 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 I guess that would have worked, too. <laughs> oh, so do you think this is a movie or a film? Um, I think this is a film film. A film. It's yeah, a film. it's a film. It's a film. Yeah. There it is. There it is. Call Me Call By, me your, by name your Name is a film. But we're not gonna let you go right there because first we got our uh, our future features. Yes. <laughs> Which is when we uh, let you know about some movies we're looking forward to. Yes. We did mention a lot of upcoming Disney live action stuff. Honestly, not looking forward to any of them. I'll I'm, check out Lion King, but <laughs> I'm looking forward to Mulan. Okay. Yeah. 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 If they if they do it well, that could be good. Yeah. Are they gonna keep the Eddie Murphy character? <laughs> Probably not. They'll probably make him more of a more serious, more right? serious dragon uh, figure. Is Mulan a historical figure? Yes. Interesting. Yeah, I hope they go. Like, I think they're going more go serious because they're taking out the music as well. So, you know, why not go all the way there? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. What are you looking forward to? I'm looking forward to a movie called High Life by French filmmaker Claire Denis. This is an A24 film. The trailer came out. Mm-hmm. It's got Robert Pattinson in it. Looking, it looks really interesting and like claustrophobic. I guess, uh, I'm not really sure what it's about. It's outer space mm-hmm. and it's, uh, looks kind of sad maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's my pick. And that's your pick? Um, uh, there's so much coming out. I'm not even sure. I, I feel like if I say this now, I'm going to say it again. Well, there could be um, updates on it. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm just... 
I'm a, I'm a big Tarantino fan, so oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to Once Upon a Time in America. In Hollywood. And and oh and in Hollywood, yeah. yes. Um big cast. I was kinda shaky on it at first when I was looking at the cast. Really? And then yeah, I mean anything he does well is casting. Yeah. This casting and, is just and different. Saying that word a lot. He's <laughs> good at that. So yeah. Um well, when I saw the cat, I was just like, wow, this is very white. And so mm. it's not the, I guess, the norm for Tarantino. Mm. I still don't know exactly how colorful this movie is going to be. But, you know, some of the casting, I mean, I saw that there, he's going to have like a Bruce Lee character in there and stuff. Yeah. Like he's going to have like, like Hollywood. It's going to yeah. be like, you know, the whole backdrop of like actors and stuff. And I just find that really interesting. Yeah, I know, think so. Uh, I might be in Leo for Leo uh, plays Brad Pitt's stunt double, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I might be in for a surprise or two. But Leo's character is Brad Pitt's character's stunt double, not Leonardo DiCaprio doing the stunts for Brad Pitt in this movie. Yes. <laughs> so, so weird. What if, like, you know how Tom Cruise likes to do his own stunts? Uh-huh. What if other actors, like, hire Tom Cruise, Cruise to, to do their stunt stunts? Double? Oh, Tom's gonna kill himself. Tom Cruise. Oh, Tom Cruise. It's the, the best man. way for him to go, though. Tom I, Cruise. I really hope he martyrs himself. Oh my God! No. Why? I don't know. Why? That's terrible. <laughs> the only thing I like about Tom Cruise is the him in movies. So the only thing I like about Tom Cruise is him in Mission Impossible, and I think everyone else feels the same way. That they only like him as Ethan Hunt? Yeah, they only like him as Ethan Hunt. No. I think... I think I, I liked his box Edge office tomorrow. proves that. I liked that. American Made. I liked... Uh... Did everyone else? I don't know. <laughs> I, I know the mummy looked like trash. Exactly. So, like, <laughs> what... I mean, now we're talking about Tom Cruise... <laughs> now we're talking about <laughs> welcome to the Tom Cruise podcast yes. podcast where we talk about Tom Cruise Tom Cruise no we got a little time though yeah <laughs> um so yeah I mean American made I, I feel like that wasn't well received um the mummy was not well received Mission Impossible well received yeah it sounds like you didn't see American made cause it's a good movie I didn't see it it's a good one I'm not a Tom Cruise Tom hater. Tom Cruise plays a person, which it. is nice. Because you don't, you don't get to see Tom Cruise just as, like, humans. <laughs> as a regular Joe. Yeah. Uh, and I appreciate that. Uh, but what, what I was going to say about Tom Cruise, to go back to what you think is a horrible thing I said, which <laughs> I still kind of stand by. The only way I'd rather Tom Cruise die is in a way that is like a huge scandal and somehow brings down Scientology. Oh my goodness. Do you think about people dying a lot? I think about death constantly. Okay. <laughs> You're not alone. Yeah. I don't think about Tom Cruise dying though. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, he broke his ankle filming the last Mission Impossible. They announced they're shooting the next two Mission Impossibles back to back. Wait, there's two more? War. Yeah, Christopher McQuarrie's coming back for two more. See? See? He knows where it's at. Oh, I'm not saying those are bad movies. <laughs> they're like the the Fast and the Furious movies. They're they're yeah. only getting better. Technology. Yeah, it's they know what they're doing. Yeah, they got it. And I'm glad Christopher McQuarrie is coming back for more. Previously, it was a type of thing where each movie had a new director to do, add their take. But with mm-hmm. uh, Fallout and Rogue Nation, I think Christopher McQuarrie proved himself as the guy. 
Yeah. Good job. Yeah. Great job on Fallout. All movies. All all <laughs> of all of these movies are movies. Are are there Tom Cruise films? There's some. I feel like he hasn't done a, a film in a while. No. I'm, he doesn't need to. No one wants that. It's is Tom Cruise the last movie star? Oh, is Tom Cruise the last movie star? No. Okay, good. Is Chris Pratt a movie star? They're no. trying. They're trying. They're trying. We'll There's see a what character ha- in the Lego Movie Two that's like making fun of this whole Chris Pratt trying to be a movie star. We'll we'll see what happens after um, Avengers, after um, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, if he's a movie star or not. Yeah, I guess longevity's a key part of that. Yeah. All right. Well. That's all we got for That's now. That's all we got, but man. But we'll be back next week. I'm sorry. But more. yeah, come back. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be back. And thank- uh, we still don't have a way that we end this podcast. No, but you know, thank you for listening to me. Yeah. We